a listener production. Welcome back to Listen Able, our podcast about disability. Dylan Alcott, hello. G'day, mate. Another great episode on the way, but a great question coming to you. I like those. Hit me, hit me. Well, sometimes in our socials, our Facebook and our Instagram DMs, someone will come with such a good question. Like we've spoken about before, someone asked about um, why you have the thing around your legs when you're in the wheelchair. When I play tennis. tennis. Yeah, well, it's, what's the thing on my knees? Yep. I've got another question, and this one I've never thought about, and it annoys me that it's such a great question I've never thought about to ask you, but everyone yep. with a disability who could be affected by this. Fire exits yeah. and fire plans, especially I imagine in a high-rise building, and thank you so much to the person, you know, you know who you are, I don't have you in front of me, unfortunately. They asked, how does Dylan get down from the 17th floor when there's a fire in a big building? Because the first thing they don't let you do Go down the elevator. The reason you can't go down the elevator is, is if the fire stops the electricity, you get stuck in the elevator yep. and you burn alive, right? So you're supposed to go to a stairwell, yep. which is supposed to be fireproof, and wait for someone to come help you. Now, I am crawling down those stairs quicker than lightning if there's a fire, oh, yeah. but not everyone has that opportunity. It's interesting, and I'm not 100% sure on this. I'm just only talking about experience that happened to me, and it was a, my best mate, Tim. He was doing – he works in construction, and he was – uh, becoming the fire warden for for his work, job, yep. and uh, they got asked that question, and it was like, "What would you do if you have someone with a disability?" And he's like, "You know, they all know you put them in the stairwell, you get other people out first, and then you go back and get them, which is just what happens." Um, and he said, "Then I'll go back up and get them." And the person doing the course is like, "Oh no, no, if the fire's big, you know, they're not coming." And he's like, "Excuse me," and he wrote in his exam, "Like I'm going to save that person with disability." He got it wrong, which I always couldn't believe. Wow. I'm sure that's, you know, not law everywhere. Like, they're going to do the best to get you out. But Of course. But they'll write it on paper and act differently. Yeah. Waiting till last because they'd rather save 99 people with minimal effort than one person with a lot of effort. Does that make mm. sense? Or Which risk is scary. three lives hey, scary to as. save one. That's scary as. Yeah. That we're last because the fire goes up quick. The moral of the story, don't go up into high buildings. Can no. I also ask about um, <laughs> planes then? Like, what if there's an yeah, well, emergency on a plane? Are we flying together? No. So you board first. Yeah. And then they come up and give you a briefing before anyone. And like, they feel so awkward, the uh, air crew, because they're like, hey, all right, so you put your seatbelt on like this and the oxygen. And I'm like, I watch the same briefing as everyone else. Oh, so it's no different. Well, that part is not different. Yeah. And legally, they have to go, I'm so sorry, legally have to do this. Your seatbelts, I'm like, are you kidding me? But now I just laugh, right? So you get two. Safety well, briefings. I watch the briefing you watch, but the our one also is in the event of emergency, you have to wait till last, not block the eye, we'll come back and get you, how best to help you get out. Uh-huh. And I, I say, well, by the time you come back and get me, I'm already going down the road, the slide, yes, don't worry yeah. about that. Um, but, you know, for people that have high level disabilities, you know, they, they need to wait, things like that. So, yeah, good question. You got to wait till last every time, which is scary to think. Very scary. For sure. uh, thanks for answering those. And thanks very much for the person who sent that through. I can't credit you, but DM me and I'll give you a, a thank again in person. Now let's get into our next episode and next guest of Listen Able. Uh, this one's a very exciting one. And we head to Queensland via Zoom meeting Dylan Alcott. Yeah, we do. Uh, and in our small interactions with this guy already, he seems like an absolute legend. He's an entrepreneur. He is. He has not let his disability stop him do what he wanted to do. And I love that so much. He's got such an innovative way of giving back, but also, you know, making some money in the process, which I love. And we're really excited to hear his story. Let's let him introduce himself. Hello, I'm Tencent Tom. 
and I collect um, bottles and cans and I'm uh, saving up to have my very own 10 cent Tom recycling depot to employ people with disabilities. Nice, Tom. And do you yourself have a disability? Yes. Um, I have a thing called an intellectual impairment. Have you had that your your whole life? Were you born with your intellectual impairment? Uh, y- yes. And I've got to ask this, though. This is the most important question. Is your real name Tencent Tom? When I'm not doing Tencent Tom, I'm just doing Tom. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I like it. Regular Tom as well as I, Tencent Tom. You've always got to be on brand, Tom. I like that very much. <laughs> Tom, you're a very fascinating yes. recycling entrepreneur. Now, can you tell us uh, why you started collecting cans and what that money goes towards? Uh, I collect bottles and cans because, um, and I'm saving up to have my intended time recycling depot to then to employ people with disabilities and to make like the to make the community feel like they're included. Did you come up with this idea yourself, or did you have some help? Mum helped me come up with this idea. It's a really, it's a really smart idea. Why do you love recycling so much? I like recycling because um, when I go on my cart, I get to um, on my mobility scooter, um, I get to go and meet all um, people in the public, and I get to talk to the public and introduce and talk to them and ask them how their week's been and do all that. Mm. And so for you, did you try and find some jobs up in Queensland where you live before deciding that you were going to start your own adventure with Tencent Tom? Um, before I started it, I, f- I thought I would um, I'd just collect bottles and cans because I want I'd like to meet new pe- I'd like to meet new people and get to learn the neighbors and get to learn what it's like to collect it. I like that. So you haven't just collected 100 cans. You haven't collected 1,000 no. cans. And how many bottles and cans have you collected? About um, in uh, last Christmas, I collected about 12,000 cans and bottles. That's on a day. All right. So total overall. Hang on, on a day? Yeah. In a day. Yes. Actually, no, that was during the whole of Christmas. Okay, so okay. a week. I'll give you a week then. Still impressive. <laughs> yeah. But I've got it written down here. Is this true? Yeah. Have you collected 300,000 cans and bottles? Yes. What? Now, Tom, if my math works out, you're 10 cent, Tom. You get 10 cents per can or bottle. Is that $30,000 that you've made in recycling? Yes. My man. Unbelievable. Can I have some money? <laughs> um, maybe not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you talked around Christmas time. Is that when you find in the festive season people are using more cans and bottles? Um, I find Christmas and Australia Day and Easter and ho- public holidays really busy, mm. but I, I absolutely enjoy it. So when most people are having holidays – you're working. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Oh, I like yep. the work ethic. One of the things I love as well about you, Tencent, Tom, is you want to employ people with disabilities. Why do you yeah. want to, why? Why do you want to do that? I want to employ people with disabilities so I can make them feel like they can be a part of um, the community and they can feel included and they can have like, um, feel like they've got something that they can do to help. 
Did you surprise yourself with how quickly Tencent Tom has grown and continues to grow? Are you, are you, are you proud of yourself and what you've achieved so far? Yes, I'm very proud of what I've achieved so far and what I've done. I'm really happy. Who's the most proud of you? My mum. Yeah, I can see her in the corner of the Zoom that we're doing here, bro. She looks like she's very proud of you. What, what does it mean to her to see you doing so well? I think she's really happy with me doing um, what I do and she's, she, she likes what I um, do and that. Can I ask how you actually got into becoming Tencent Tom? Did you always have a love of recycling in the home? So, no, so I started off, it wasn't Tencent Tom before this. Yep. It actually was, um, I started walking around the uh, street and collecting bottles and cans. And then I, um, from there, I, I thought, well, this is lots of fun. Mm. And then I've, uh, I finished school and I thought it would be um, I'd turn my recycling job going around into the streets into a career and I thought it would be lots of fun to do that. Now, do you have brothers and, Do you have brothers and sisters? Uh, yes. To tell me about them. Who have you got? So I have my oldest brother, Jack, and he is – 23 and he is so he's so cool i love i love oh, spending I love time with him yeah it, I'm does, sure he does, does he get annoyed yeah. that you're the richest <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> yes yeah i like that i like that yeah now tom have you spoken to your local council about 10 cent tom as a business and maybe growing it with the help of them as well yeah yes um I've actually gone to a um, board meeting where I sit with um, my counsellor and I had a chat with my counsellor and I um, just asked him what can what can you do um, for for me, for me with um, getting um, more bins? Can could I have uh-huh. some of the could I have some more of the green general ones? And then he said. Um, I can't give you um, any of the green ones at the moment because of the um, the outbreak. Oh, COVID. And yep. then, um, then he said, uh, but the lions could um, put in for a discretionary grant <laughs> to help uh, me buy some more bins. Cool, businessman right here. A lot of people, Tom, they set goals for themselves for maybe the year that is two thousand and twenty-one. Do you set yes. yourself? Uh, do you set goals, and and what are they? If you do, my goal is actually to have a um, hundred bins um, all over the Gold Coast, and I'm actually um, really close at at the moment. That's good. Now I've done a bit of research on you, and I saw something here that I really like. All right, you save certain bits from the recycling for other uses. Can you tell me about that? Um, so I save. Um, I used to save the li- the lids off the bottles, mm-hmm. and I um, the Ocean Crusaders were um, getting them, and they were melting them down to make um, arms and prosthetic legs limbs. And- 
Yeah. Wow. What about what about you were doing something to help wheelchairs as well? Yes. So I was saving the tabs off um off the wheelchairs and they were melting them down to so, yeah, the, the tabs off the them. Coke cans, yeah? Yeah, the taps off the Coke cans and they were melting them down um, to make a better like a, making more wheelchairs and making so they could pay for wheelchairs that people that were disabled and that. So I'm in a wheelchair, Tom, right? I use a wheelchair every day. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying you helped make my wheelchair? Um, Just claim it. Mm, Just say yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my man. Very good. I like it. Very good. Yeah. So what do you see as the future of Tencent, Tom? We're talking about our own depot with um, people who have disability as well, being employees. Um, have yeah. you thought about what that looks like? What, what kind of uh, industry do you need or help in? How, who can help you and how? I think I, I uh, don't know who could help, but I think um, the Tomra Recycling Centre uh, might be able to give me a hand. Mm. I like that, that. Yeah, I work at Tom Recycling Centre one day, one one day a week. They gave me a one day a week job. Awesome, cool. I tell you who else should give you a big chunk of cash to help you out. Vizzy, Vizzy oh, Recycling. They've got to, them out. They've got to get around ten cent. Tom, I reckon mm-hmm. it could be a huge asset for their business. Absolutely. And I've got, yeah. to, I've got to ask, um, Tom. You, you seem so proud of the person that you are. Proud of your disability. Is that yeah. is that how you feel? Yeah, I feel very proud uh, to have um, such lovely people helping me out with my journey. And do, do you feel like you want to inspire other people with disabilities? Yeah, I do, yeah. How does that make you feel when I tell you that you're inspiring to other people with disabilities? That makes me feel really um, ha- happy and um, I feel that um, – yeah, I feel really happy and over the moon. You've got a big smile on your face, which I like. You do. We're really proud to have you on our podcast and highlight your story. Uh, for anyone who is on the Gold Coast, uh, make sure if you do see Tencent Tom on the streets, you get out your bottles and your cans to help this great man. Correct. Build towards a great cause. He's got an Instagram as well, at Tom. I just saw that, mate. You've almost got a 1,000 yes. followers. You've almost got a 1,000 followers, all right? We've got to get you up there. My aim, my aim for the um, Instagram is to to get a thousand. Okay, you're on about six hundred odd now, so mm-hmm. we're gonna get yeah. you. Everybody, right here, yeah. listening, get out your phone at ten C Tom. You got to get the great man to a thousand. And I'm gonna oh, ask- actually, no, my my dream Ooh. goal what is, it? is to with my Facebook page is to get to ten thousand followers. How many do you have now on Facebook? I have about 7,000 followers. Angus, how many have you got on Facebook? I'm not sure, Dylan, but the Listen Able Facebook page doesn't have that. There you go. So you've got more than us. (laughs) That's so cool. You're doing better than us. Hey, Tom, what is some advice, right, when you see people doing the wrong thing with recycling, all right, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel a bit disappointed and upset that they're not putting it um, to a good good use, and they're not putting it to um, that where they could pop it into a um, 
charity or a some sort of business where they could um where it could get recycled and um be used used and uh different uh, in some sort of form and when when you see you know the environment getting killed because of no recycling like in the ocean and stuff how does that make you feel yeah it makes me feel a little bit upset set because i I don't like seeing the marine life and um, it all going into landfill and um, making it all ma- like into a big massive rubbish dump. Mm. Are you are you sure you're 18 years old? How old are you? <laughs> 18. You are too well spoken. Are you sure you're not 30? No. Are you positive? You positive. Are, by, by the time you're 30, you're going to be hosting this podcast. You, we're, yeah. You're going to be dominating the, the world of recycling. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, and we feel very lucky to be part of the journey in a small way. Tom, good luck. Um, we're going to share your message on our Facebook and Instagram and try and get you to those goals, hopefully hopefully before the end of the year. But thank you so much for sharing your story. But also on a, on a bigger point, thanks for doing the work that you do. It's really great to see someone, a young man like yourself, doing such great things. Thank you so much. Is there any last little message you want to leave us with? Oh, I actually have one more thing to Good. tell you. Yes. Hit us. <laughs> Just recently, um, I was recently on um, on TV. What TV on, channel? Um, channel uh, Channel Seven. Wow. What show? Can you remember what show it was? Who was it with? Um, so it was with Koshi and Oh Sunrise, Samantha Armitage. Ooh. Wow. What well, What were you more nervous for, that or this? Who do you like better? <laughs> Oh, oh, that's hard. Come on. you got to pick one. Who are you picking? Oh, I can't Well, choose. one of them gets you onto one of your favourite platforms ever, Spotify. Yeah, that's us. Yes. Well, that's us. It's not them. Yes. Yes, mate. So yes. I didn't see Koshi getting you on Spotify, but now you no. are at 10 C Tom <laughs> yes. on Instagram and Facebook or 10centom.com.au is the website. Thank you so much for sharing your story on Listen Able. Tom, you legend. Thank you. Love you, Thanks, mate. bro. Thank you. Awesome episode. We love these episodes. We love our guests and we love you nominating them as well. Of course, listenable podcast at outlook.com and we should also mention that you can head to the Dylan Alcott Foundation website where Ooh. you can nominate somebody or yourself to receive a grant from the Listenable podcast. Yeah, we've got a bit of all our beautiful sponsors who've got around us. We've saved a portion each time to, to give a grant to a young Aussie with disability who, so they can achieve their dreams, and that's coming very soon, so make sure you nominate. Yes, we do have some big news about that soon, but we want to be granting as many as we can. So please keep sending them through to the Dylan Alcott Foundation website. And at Listenable underscore podcast on Insta, we're trying to get to 10K, not too far off. Give us some love. Let's find out who the next guest is on Listenable. Hi, I'm Beth. I'm 38. I'm from Queensland and I work for the Department of Education as the Director of Student Wellbeing and I have diastrophic dysplasia. Okay, what is diastrophic dysplasia? Um, It's a genetic rare form of dwarfism. No one else in my family has it, um, but my parents were both carriers, so it's a double recessive gene. Mm -hmm. And um, it means that I'm very short, so I never made a meter, which I was really disappointed about. Never made up. a meter. What? 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 How tall are you then? Ninety-six oh. centimeters. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was always like, what? surely I'll make. What it. about a wedge, or you know, a heel, or something? <laughs> well, I also have what's lovingly called club foot. No. Okay. 
So Makes it hard. I can't get away with a nice high heel, unfortunately. <laughs> Until the next episode, we'll catch you then. See you then. Listen Able was presented by Dylan Alcott and Angus O'Loughlin. Audio production by Darcy Thompson and the music was written and performed by Eliza Hull. Listener.